0: Peace of our Lord be with you. you. The one who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. With those words from this morning's epistle lesson, the lectionary placed in our path the last lines on the last page of the last book of the Bible. The closing words from the Bible book, which is sometimes seen as the most bewildering book in all of scripture. But actually, the message of the revelation is not as difficult to discern as its reputation might lead us to believe. One of the most helpful keys to unlocking the meaning and message of the revelation is just to be content to let the revelation be what it was and what it is, a pastoral, letter written to encourage a group of late first century congregations to stay strong in the face of persecution, probably under the Roman emperor Domitian. Most of the best scholarship that we have tells us that persecution for the church under Domitian in the 90s was not as violent as it was under some of the other emperors. But his empire did apparently pressure everyone, including Christians, to worship the emperor as Lord. Failure to do so occasionally resulted in imprisonment or worse, but most often in social exclusion and economic repercussions because refusing to call the emperor Lord was sort of like refusing to pledge allegiance to the nation, making one look unpatriotic at best or treasonous at worst. But Christians have only one Lord, and that Lord is not the nation. It is Jesus. So, those first century believers in Asia Minor, to whom the revelation was written, found themselves in an often difficult and sometimes dangerous situation. It appears that those are the circumstances which prompted John to write the letter which eventually became the last book in the Bible. A pastoral letter to encourage his sisters and brothers in the family of God to be strong. To not give in, give up, or lose hope Because ultimately, God, not Domitian, will have the last word. Ultimately, eventually, the goodness and grace of God will triumph over all that is hurtful, harmful, and wrong, and the kingdoms of this world, including Domitian's kingdom. Will become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. As best we can discern, that is what the revelation was a pastoral letter of encouragement to Christians in difficult circumstances. But Because it was written in the vivid language of apocalyptic literature full of beasts and monsters and numbers and signs and strange images and bewildering metaphors, it has captured imaginations and fueled speculations across the centuries, spawning an entire industry of seminars and conferences and books and movies and videos which have taught us to treat the revelation as an end times puzzle instead of what it actually was a hard times letter to see the revelation as a letter it helps to read it as a letter all at once, in a single sitting, without taking any breaks. In fact, as you know from your own reading of the book of Revelation, the book begins in chapter 1 by saying, this is a letter to be read out loud. It's right there in Revelation chapter 1 verse 3. So, being from Macon, Georgia, and not knowing any better, I came over here to the sanctuary last Wednesday morning, while no one else was in this part of the building, I hope, (laughs) and read the whole thing, all 22 chapters, out loud. Non-stop, while walking up and down the center aisle of the sanctuary. I know it sounds frightening and it's scary to think about, but that same aisle where moments ago I was walking with little Beckon Fuller, was for over an hour just four days ago crowded with seven-headed monsters and dragons. Stars fell, the earth shook, blood ran down Ridgewood Road as high as the manes of horses until the heavens opened and a city came down from the sky All a glitter with streets of gold and gates of pearl. A city where they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God will be their light and sorrow and crying will be no more. Because all the hurtful, painful, oppressive, unjust kingdoms of this world will be swallowed up into the kingdoms of our God and of His Christ. And He shall reign forever and ever. And that's not all. While I was walking up and down the center aisle of our sanctuary, reading the whole book of Revelation out loud, something amazing happened. When I first began to read, I did exactly what you do when you read the whole book of Revelation out loud. I envisioned that first century congregation in Asia Minor hearing for the first time John's letter read out loud. Envisioning their faces and imagining how hungry they must have been for that letter's hope And encouragement, even if it did come wrapped in all of that obtuse and bewildering imagery. But then, at some point, when and how, I cannot say because I do not know. I ceased to see them. And I began to see us. All of us in these pews, and to think about how hungry we too are for hope and courage, encouragement and strength, which we too find in the Revelation. Because while it may not have been written to us or about us, the revelation does hold a powerful message for us. The same message it held for those who first heard it. The hope filled message that God, not pain or sorrow, injustice or oppression, disappointment or despair, disease or death, but God is going to have the last Word. And if the last Word said is going to be God's, then the last thing done is going to be good. I was talking a few weeks ago to my dear friend Buddy Sheridan. And somewhere in the course of our conversation, Buddy reminded me of something that the late Quaker Elton Trueblood said. Near the end of his life, Elton Trueblood said, The longer I live, I find myself believing fewer and fewer things, more and more deeply. I would say the same. The longer I live, I find myself believing fewer and fewer things, but believing them more and more deeply. One of which, the main one of which, is that this is God's world. And in God's world, God gets to have the last word. And if the last word said is going to be God's, then the last thing done is going to be good. That was the message of the Revelation. For those who first heard it, and that remains its message for all of us still today, or as one wise soul once said, The whole inscrutable, bewildering book of the Revelation can be summed up in a single, simple sentence. Things will not always hurt the way they do now. May it be so. And may it be soon. Amen.